prophets, religions, and books. Islam. Muslims have belief principally in six things. They are in Allah Ta'ala, in His prophets, alayhimu salawatu taslimat in His holy books, in His angels, in the fact that good and evil come from Allah, and in the rising after death. Actually, all the religions we have spoken of are based on these fundamentals. Above, we have said that worships remain between Allah Ta'ala and man. But those who cheat others, those who appropriate others' rights, liars, the fraudulent, the tyrants, those who practice injustice and dishonesty, those who disobey their parents or superiors, those who rebel against authorities and their government, in brief, those against the commandments of Allah Ta'ala and those who deprive others of their rights or deceive others for their own advantages will never be forgiven unless they are forgiven by the owners of those rights. In short, Allah Ta'ala will never forgive those who unjustly appropriate other people's or animals' rights, and they will go to hell and receive their punishment, no matter how much they worship. One of the human rights is to pay the mar immediately to the woman whom one has divorced. If it is not paid, the retribution, punishment in this world and the torment in the next world will be dreadful. The most important among human rights, of which the torment will be the most dreadful, is that of not doing amrumaruf to relatives and to the people under one's authority. This means to discontinue teaching the Islamic religion to them. It is understood that a man who prevents them or any other Muslim from learning their religion and from worshipping by the use of torture or deceit is an enemy of Islam, a kafir or disbeliever. A Muslim who does not follow one of the four mathabs is called a heretic. Muslims are in great peril in the face of heretics' attempts to change the creed of Ahla Sunnah and to defile Islam and belief. While in the world, such people should repent as early as possible, then return the wronged person's rights, get themselves forgiven and consign themselves to Allah Ta'ala's mercy by abstaining from doing such evil acts again. They should also try to get their sins pardoned by doing a lot of good deeds. Then Allah Ta'ala will forgive them for their sins. It is believed that those who have worked and left behind them useful information and efforts with a view to serving humanity, even if they are considered to have been in another religion, may have attained Allah Ta'ala's guidance towards the end of their lives. Of old, Muslims called such people the secret pious. If it is not known for certain that such doers of good acts had been holding non-Muslim beliefs, we do not know either in what belief they were when they died. If they had used well the weapon of mind which Allah Ta'ala had conferred upon them, if they had studied the fundamentals of all the religions, it should be expected that they attained Allah Ta'ala's guidance and as a result were Muslims. For example, Bernard Shaw, 
who lived between 1856 and 1950, a famous contemporary literary man, states in one of his articles, Islam is the only religion which can be adapted to every century. I predict that Islam will be the religion which will be accepted by tomorrow's Europe. This reveals that he has accepted Islam in his heart. The German thinker and writer Emil Ludwig, who lived between 1881 and 1948, wrote in one of his works, I visited Egypt. One evening, as I was having a walk along the Red Sea shore, in the midst of silence, I heard the sudden call of the Athan, and my whole body trembled with the fear of the Creator. All of a sudden, there arose within me a desire to throw myself into the water, to make an ablution, to prostrate, and to entreat Allah as Muslims do. Does this not show that there shone a light of Hidayah, though temporarily, in that famous writer's heart? Lord Hadley, who felt a similar light of Hidayah in his heart, said, After seeing the plain but bright greatness of Islam, shining like a halo, you feel as if you have come out of a dark corridor into the sunlight. He later embraced Islam. Please see our publication, Why Did They Become Muslims? If such people should die without iman, meaning faith, and be punished in the next world by Allah Ta'ala, He will certainly diminish their punishments on account of the favors they have done for humanity. It is declared in the 7th and 8th verses of Surah Zilzal in the Quran Al-Kareem, He who did the tiniest bit of good will face it and he who did the tiniest bit of evil will face it too. A Muslim will receive rewards for his good deeds both here and in the hereafter. However, a disbeliever will receive his reward only in this world. Therefore, being a disbeliever is the worst possible thing. That is why a person who has worked with the pure intention of only serving humanity and as a result has brought about developments that are beneficial for humanity while they were accomplished under the most difficult conditions of risking his health and life but who has not been converted to Islam and died in the state of disbelief or kufr will not be exempted from the punishment for disbelief despite his good deeds. Nonetheless, in Allah Ta'ala's view, the punishment for those hypocrites who committed every sort of evil and fraud and who pretended to worship will be much worse. Their pretending to be Muslims will not protect them from the torment which they deserve because of the disbelief in their hearts. Ottoman history gives a record of many commanders, many men of knowledge and science, who had formerly been Christians and who eventually accepted Islam and subsequently performed many services to the religion. Ismail Hakka Afendi rahimahullah ta'ala passed away in Bursa in the year 1137 or 1725. His explanation of the Qur'an al-Karim, namely Ruh al-Bayan, which consists of 10 volumes, 
is esteemed highly by Islamic savants, rahimahumullahu ta'ala, all over the world. He said, after finishing the interpretation of the sixth juz, every group of 20 pages in the Quran al-Karim is called one juz. My Sheikh, meaning master or teacher, was the Allama, meaning most deeply learned, of his time. When he was told that some Jews and Christians behaved honestly and truly and did favors for everybody, he responded, Being so is a sign which is peculiar to those who will be given eternal felicity. It is hoped that those who have such qualities will attain Iman or faith and Tawhid and that their end will be salvation. This quotation from a book of explanation is another proof for our words above.